Welcome to the Pitting Combination Podcast. I'm KJ Pilcher alongside Dick Briggs, ready to talk wrestling at a few different levels here this week. Uh, excited for uh, the boys' wrestling season to begin to join uh, girls and uh, college competition going on. And uh, Coach Briggs, you know what are you, what are your thoughts about you know? When the calendar flips to December, even though we're still a few days away from that, but uh, it just seems like kind of the atmosphere changes a little bit with with wrestling, um, everything being kind of full steam ahead. Right. This is the year where the calendar falls back. So we are kind of dipping into November a little bit. So your point is taken. Uh, it's it's wrestling season. It's on. It's like, OK, here we go. It's a new new a chapter, a new a, a new edition of uh, high school wrestling. And if you're in, you know, back in a school, then it's your school's you know uh, edition of of the of the season and of their history. So um, it's, it's going to be fun to watch the growth. And boy, looking around the state of Iowa at the high school level, oh man, is it going to be a fun season? I'm trying to decide. I think I'm more excited this year in this order: three A early on is, is going to be exciting, I believe. Then I'm going to go with 1A and then 2A. I just, you know, I don't, don't get me wrong. I'm looking forward to all of them, but I'm trying to rank which ones here. So I'm going to go 1A, 2A in, in excitement and just really, uh, it, you know, I, I just think uh, 2A is, you know, is fun and all that, but it's, it, it, uh, I just see a little bit more excitement for whatever reason than the other two. So. Well, let's talk a little bit about uh, high school wrestling here. Um, their action uh, starts up heavy this week. I know uh, we're taping this on, uh, recording this on Tuesday night. Prairie has a big uh, triangular uh, even this evening with Prairie and uh, Albertnet. Um, and then there's a there's a third team in there as well, um, heading to Prairie. Washington and Marion, uh, they have their, uh, you know, they for years have been uh, two teams that have kicked off the Metro competition, and they'll have duels tonight. We'll have uh, a duel that will be televised on KCRG 9.2 on Thursday with Hempstead at Linmar. Linmar ranked uh, in the top five coming off a fourth-place state finish last year at the traditional tournament. Um uh, CCA, by the way, is the other team. Clear Creek Amanda is the other team with Albertette Prairie. But this Thursday, Linmar hosts Hempstead, which is a rematch of the regional final that went down to the very last uh, duel or match um, in that duel last year. So it uh, should be a good one here this Thursday. Yeah, there's and there's uh, potentially some – some really decent matchups on uh, on that. I don't know what everyone's what weight everyone's going to be at, but we haven't seen uh, the lineups at least the, to compare. We've seen one, I think. But but uh, um, Linmar comes in with uh, eight ranked kids and seven. Were they? I think seven. I don't remember how many were state qualifiers, but uh, a, a lot of points coming back there. So they're they're. They're good in their youth program. We know what that's about. We get to see that at every yeah. dual meet when they have that section where they have their youth tournament right on the floor sitting there. Those kids yep. 
And uh, they've got over a hundred in their youth program and at the various levels. Um, uh, 60, over 60 wrestlers um, in the program this year. In the, in the high school program. Yeah. In the high school program. Right. In that, in that youth well, program, you got uh, over a hundred. So then, and, and uh, uh, Hempstead brings, uh, they have four, I think four state qualifiers and Mitchell Pins, Evan Bra Bratton, uh, Brayton, and Mitchell Murphy and uh, Dawson Fish. I don't know where they're all going to land, but I think that uh, we could see a, a couple of ranked wrestlers wrestling each other at, uh, you know, potentially like DeBoe maybe and, and, and uh, Brayton and then uh, um, Murphy from Hampstead and um, uh, Nate Fish from Winmar, the potential. Uh, so we've got some matches there. And I think we're doing the girls' side too, aren't we? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I think we're doing both guys and girls there. So should be some great matchups there as well. Uh, speaking of some of the classes uh, um, or some of the top teams this year, who do you see kind of kind of leading the charge? Um, you know, what are who are some teams to, to really keep an eye on for for this season? Uh, you want to do it by class? Sure. Okay, I'll start with 1A. Um, and we'll start with the usual. You know, Don Bosco is the team to beat, I think, there. Um, but I, we've got some fun local teams that are going to be chasing them. I believe Wilton's going to be in the chase, and I believe Albert's going to be in the chase. So uh, that's why I'm anxious to see, um, maybe because it's got a little local flavor, uh, but that uh, – but that uh, 1A, those are kind of my teams there. Obviously, Don Bosco won, and then the other the other two kind of chasing. There'll be others in the in the mix as well. But but uh, um, Burnett brings like, uh, I think, six or – I don't know. They have six or seven ranked kids, and Wilton has six or seven ranked kids. So, mm -hmm. uh, Albernette's one that's really intriguing. Um, you know, they've got uh, a handful of guys back from that team. You know, that finished fourth last year. You've got finalist and Rowdy Neighbor, uh, who is also uh, has one of the best names in, in wrestling. Um, you know, you, you have a two-time medalist, uh, Preston Klosterman. Um, Tate and Kufal finished third last year. Uh, you got three other uh, state qualifiers in Atlee DeWitt and Shaden Washburn, Luke Schneider. Uh, you know, that's half your lineup right there has state experience, and that's huge at the 1A level. Uh, as long as you can fill in uh, all the weights, that'll go a long way. Um, there, you've got Clayton Rush, who, you know, I've been a huge fan of Clayton since he was, you know, since covering him at Co as a competitor. Um, you know, I, I just think there's, a, you know, there, there could be some aspects of this team that, resembles like the uh the Albernet teams of the mid 20 teens you know that 2013 2014 2015 uh Albernet teams that they had been um featured a lot I'm of also looking the boys yep mm -hmm. and uh looking forward to seeing Lisbon you know this is a program where you know Hall of Famer Brad Smith has stepped down again um you know, Aaron Helmrich, uh, former Northland state champ, 
Uh, he's uh, he's coached at other places. I believe he had a stint as an assistant at uh, Sergeant Bluff Luton, who is uh, you know is a one of the top two uh, A teams. And he's stepping in. He's got some, you know, he's got some good guys, uh, you know, still in the covers. When you look at uh, uh, state medalist Wes Sadler and Tiernan Boots, uh, you've got guys like Matthias Cole and Indy Ferguson um, back. And, and there's one guy that you keep an eye on, um, Jonah Riley. Keep an eye on heavyweight Jonah Riley. You know, uh, a lot was said about um, – you know, uh, Wyatt Smith, when he took over, he had to bite his time um, behind uh, um, oh, uh, Baltus. Uh, Baltus at heavyweight. Wyatt Smith had to bite his time and stepped in. And, you know, Baltus's top competition throughout the season might have been in his own room for a lot because Wyatt Smith stepped in and was one of the top heavyweights in 1A from the minute he became a var the varsity guy, right? I think Jonah Riling is a heavyweight that could do the same thing, where he's been behind one of the top heavyweights in 1A, and he's stepping into that spot now. I think um, he wrestled – I think he got third behind Smith and Cody Fox at the Tri-Rivers Conference Tournament with, uh, last year. Um, you know, because they had not everybody could make it because of the weather, I think. And, you know, they had like some JV guys and, and stuff in the mix with the varsity wrestlers as well. But he got third behind Cody Fox and Wyatt Smith, who were two of the top heavyweights there. He could be somebody that steps in and is a big boost for, uh, for the Lions. So I'm anxious to see what it's going to be like under uh, Coach Helmrich now, and they still have a lot of guys, and they might they might be overlooked a little bit with Wilton, with Albernet in the area, and then there's an upstart in West Branch uh, that returns uh, quite a few back, you know. What? So yeah, Don Bosco liked them a lot. Obviously, you know they're going to be probably head and shoulders above the rest, but I think uh, there's a lot of good teams in that tier right below them. Right. And, uh, and I, my note was to myself was it sure is odd not saying Elizabeth is one of the top three teams, <laughs> though, though they're a top team, but not like by Elizabeth standards, but well, they the torch. So, um, but I, th I think they're, they might be better than what people might be expecting. Um, this time, uh, you know what I mean? I think a lot of people are kind of looking pat, like, oh, well, Smith is gone. They, they've they lost uh, a few guys, but I think there's more in the cupboard than a lot of people realize with um, that team this year. Right. So but I like you said, compared to their standards, right. um, you know, it probably lacks a little bit. So, the, so again, across three, across three uh, divisions, 1A, 2A, and 3A, are, are you calling them one of your sleeper teams or a, a your sleeper team? I, I would say, I, I, I would say, um, you know, that that's kind of a loose term, but I think, uh, I think you could throw it in there. Or, or, Go figure with Lisbon as a sleeper. <laughs> yeah. Right. Kind of, kind of an odd. Uh, okay. 
So I kind of looked at my sleeper as long as we're talking about that. And I went with, a, I went, I was, I'm digging way down an unranked, at least top 10 ranked team in any, anyone. So I was trying to say, who could I maybe pull up into the top, t- top 10? Uh, so I, my sleeper team was going to be, uh, I'm, I'm thinking maybe independence. We'll just kind of really take that in there quickly. I don't know. I, they, they've got a great youth program and if, if not this year, they're going to be really, you know, keep. They're just going to keep improving as years come by, you know, as they start getting those kids up in the high school level. But Independence has got a good youth program going. So anyway, all right, two A. You want my two A? Yeah. Let's see, two A. Well, Osage, and it's not a runaway like it was maybe in the last year or two that we thought, you know. So Osage, but it's they're pretty dang good. <laughs> They've got, I think, five kids. Uh, that are ranked first or second in most polls or in a lot of polls. And so, mm-hmm. and you know, then if they can bring some other ones up, then it will be a runaway, which is, is very likely. Um, and then I'll follow that with Union. Are we considering them kind of local there? They're pretty, yeah. yeah, Union. And, you know, they they have five also ranked kids and a couple of those are for the top ranked, you know, so very good there. And then of course, Locally, Mount Vernon, I, they're just going to be a team to watch. They're fun. They've got the Jaspers and then uh, uh, Mikey Ryan and uh, who else am I treating? Um, from the yeah, Clayton Peral was a oh. state medalist for him last year. Six, yeah. And uh, uh, Ethan Ethan Wood um, wrestled well for him, one of the upper weights. Right. And then uh, Jackson Hurd, I forgot. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So, so Mount Vernon, those are my three teams in, in – uh, I don't know if it's anyone else's surpriser, but those are my three in uh, 2A. Yeah, you know, uh, Mount Vernon, I think they're one of our uh, area teams to watch. And, and for everybody watching, uh, go to the gazette.com or pick up a newspaper uh, from Tuesday. Uh, we have uh, Gazette area uh, wrestlers to watch and teams to watch. Um, they're just a handful, I mean, a little more than a handful, but uh, just kind of a sampling of the talent in Eastern Iowa that is in our circulation area, and also a feature on uh, Lynn Mars King Nakaborn, uh, who's a uh, uh, three-time medalist for uh, Lynn Mars, put together a great career, and looking for uh, one last chance uh, this season to, to get an elusive state title. So uh, make sure to check that out at the Gazette.com or uh, the newspaper um but yeah so mount vernon the gazette coverage of high school wrestling is second to none in the state and probably the nation it is incredible that's this page two they're featured on the the, the title on on page one uh there's a name for that isn't there the the lead or whatever (laughs) but very nice job kj and company so Mm, thanks um yeah, two A. I mean, I think it's Osages to lose. I think Mount Vernon's going to be uh, really interesting. I think um, you know they'll do well tournament wise, but I also think uh, that might be a team uh, that can do the most damage dual wise. And one thing we're really, really interested to see come January. Fortunately, it happens to be the same day as the Eckenrod usually. But the Linmar duels, Mount Vernon and Linmar are both there and could be fun if you're in the area. Um, usually that first weekend back from break, uh, 
Linmar hosts its dual tournament. We could see Mount Vernon and Linmar uh, go head to head there. That would be fun. Um, Union Union is another. Um, you know that's a, that's a program that boy. Um, you know when they have the numbers, they're outstanding. But they also are a team or a program that does the most with the least. And by with that, I'm saying usually. They can take four or five guys and make a make a run for the top three to five um, in the state because the guys they have are, are so good, and that happens to be true. Uh, Jace uh, Hedeman, uh, the two-time uh, state champ, coming back. He was 48-0 last year. I really think he's a mini Max Thompson. I, I do. I, I know they work out together. Um, a lot, but I just see like a little mini Max, um, in him, and he's uh, kind of on his way. He's ninety four and all here through his first two years, um, and on track uh, uh, to do what Max did. Uh, then you got Braden Bonesack, who is also a state champ, um, and maybe the only reason why he's not a two timer is because he had to bump up a weight because he couldn't beat Hedeman out at 106 when they were freshmen. So if he was at his natural weight, who's not to say he couldn't be a two-timer right now, but uh, he's a two-time medalist, and, boy, that gives them a real uh, good one-two punch. Um, you know, they, they have some others. Um, I'm kind of blanking on the name of the other medalists that they have coming back as well. So Union's the team that uh, I like. And, you know, uh, West Burlington, Notre Dame. That's another team that uh, really has uh, reached new levels in the last few years, and I think they're uh, they're a team that certainly can uh, vie for the top three um, in the class by the end of the year. Right, and 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 it, it, like I mentioned about Lisbon in one A, it was kind of somewhat. Difficult to not include West Delaware or Williamsburg, for that matter, in in the discussion here. So I think those are teams that will show improvement. I mean, Williamsburg doesn't really have a lot of names that we are known names, I should say. But man, there's football state champs, and if you can get those athletes out on the mat, and uh, you're going to have, I mean, good things happen. And you, you know, Coach Eckenrod can certainly make make those guys, you know, champions and so forth. So if we can get those, those good athletes from the football team out under the, under the mat. So, uh, and then, you know, with West Delaware, they're never out of it. I mean, they'll, they'll improve and you know, we'll see, but right now it's kind of felt funny not to include those two. At least right. <laughs> right. I have West Delaware and our, our teams to watch uh, from our area. Uh, that might be a team that looks a lot different in February than it does now. You know, they've got some guys coming back that are really good, like a Brent Yakovink who placed uh, two years ago. Braden Mowry uh, is also a, a state medalist, but they've got uh, a group of freshmen that uh, could make an impact. Uh, guys that are accomplished on the AAU level and, and stuff like that. So, once they kind of get their sea legs as the season goes along, that might be a, a lot tougher of a team come February than maybe you see in early December. Right. And they have such a strong youth program as well. Those kids don't come in 
or they come into the room with a lot of skills. So, sure. uh, so they're, you know, they may, like, like I said, they may, there may be some names we're not familiar with quite yet, but they will, they'll make an impact because they're, they've got the skills. So, and the experience. All right, 3A. 3A. Well, I, uh, Southeast Polk, Bettendorf, you know, looking at, at ranked guys and counting the number of ranked guys and, you know, kind of putting state tournament points out and that sort of thing. I'm going with that order there. Uh, Fort Dodge, Linmar, they're all in the hunt there. Um, and then uh, don't count out City High. I, I kind of have Linmar and City High really tied in that fourth spot and, and with my points in my head. And But City High's got, you know, a little bit of an unknown, uh, at least to Iowans <laughs> with the transfer. <laughs> And uh, and one of yep. his state runner-up, I believe. Did you say in, in, in Oklahoma? Yeah, and, uh, and I uh, think he's ranked like 14th nationally or something like that, according to Coach Connell. Yeah, another nice move in from you know Gabe Barnell last year, and now Voinovich this year. So that doesn't you know it's nice that you're moving in. You know, guys are moving into Iowa City and, and joining that program. So that's a that's a nice nice addition there. Uh, so, um, but you know, you got the two Kales. Uh, at, at City High, and they're fun to watch. And then Jake Mitchell, of course, and and Kendall yep, Kurtz. Yep. Those are not those are very familiar names with us. We've called meets, and they're incredibly talented wrestlers and what state champ in, in that mix there. I think Kale Seaton was, and mm -hmm. and, and uh, he, uh, Kale Seaton that didn't he do it with a injured knee as well? well yep. Yeah. Yep. He went like the last uh, uh, last few weeks with. Uh, an injured knee. Right. I was working their youth tournament just before it was after conference, I think, wasn't it? And, and before uh districts and he uh yeah. was a bra big brace on it and was sitting at the table all day with the you know his leg straight and very you know, nice. it might have been at the Clyde Bean duels. No, I, I was because I, I would have been roughing then, but this was oh okay. Uh it was youth. I, I didn't I didn't rough the, the Clyde Bean duels. So um I mean it was close to it was in between. Yeah, it was somewhere there. I think he got hurt in conference, even maybe. Uh, because they thought they thought his season was done. Right. Um, and I talked to him, and he said, "Nope." <laughs> <I'm going laughs> and and uh, so yeah, that was fun. He's a very nice young man. And yeah, uh, you yeah. know, on, on the Linmar side, uh, you know, you got uh, Malik Debeau, couple time medalist, right? And then yep. uh, Nate Fish. These are uh, strong ranked kids. Um, Obviously, Kane Nakamore with your wonderful article today, uh, and, uh, and what a talented family! And Kane, you know, run here to, to finally get to the top. You know, good luck to him there. Uh, Grant, the Grants, Boddicker and Cress, uh, and then Griffin Schultz. I worked with Cress at you know at, a, at the Linmar Youth Tournament last year. Another wonderful young man. He was at the mat next side uh, beside me. So it's really fun to work with those guys and get to know them a little bit. Um. What about some individuals? Um, you know, maybe a couple from each class that really kind of stand out to you right now that uh, you'd be interested to see them kind of grow throughout the, the season here. Well, <laughs> I'll start at 1A. Um you told you, you, you know, we're asking to do kind of top 10, and I did that. I sprinkled a little bit in from each. So, 
you know, it's not a true t top 10. It's just 10 to look at. And I actually think I went more. We'll see. Uh, but <laughs> one a uh, Knack from, from Don Bosco, Kyler Knack. Um, mm -hmm. He's already signed at UNI. And, uh, you know, so there's one to watch. Um, I, I don't ever get to see this guy, but, but Kellen Smith uh, from West Hancock, and he, uh, but he's, he's uh, slated to go to Army, evidently. So I'm curious yeah. to watch him and, and see how he does. Um, and then in 2A, Hedeman, uh, like we mentioned already, undefeated, you know, going for his third title here and, and uh, from Union. Um, Blake Fox, Osage. Pick it. There's about four, four Osage kids or five. Even. Right. <laughs> I, I just had to pick one, and that's I went with Blake there, and and, and I he's a pretty pretty decent pick, I think. And then I also want to watch, like you mentioned, uh, Bonesack from Union as well. So Braden Bonesack. Um, uh, then in three A, hmm, boy, I had a hard time here. I I was identifying a lot. Um, there's so many strong wrestlers, but I, I'm anxious to see how Magana does from water uh, transferred from Columbus to East Waterloo yep. and, uh, you know, going for his fourth, right. That would be his. Yes. Fourth. Yes. And, yes. and, and uh, you know, just names that have been strong through the, through the last few years, uh, Colfax Christensen from Waukee Northwest. Um, and then the newcomer, uh, you know, I would have loved to have seen this match last year if, uh, Oh, what's the Waverly kid's name? Uh, didn't get hurt, um, but at, at one at two fifteen, uh, uh, Deshaun Ross from Fort Dodge. Oh yes, man, that's a kid. We got to keep an eye on him for sure. And I know it's a long ways across the state, but he's he's good. And then uh, and then of course Kane Knockaborn, and a couple other ones. You know, Kale Seaton I mentioned, and then Carter Freeman from uh, Waukee Northwest. He's heading to UNI. I think is Freeman a junior or a senior? I think he's I think he's just a junior Carter, Carter Freeman yeah anyway he's a senior he's a he's senior a okay senior. Yeah. so then and then here's something interesting that I was that I'm looking at if you look at 120 we gotta watch that in 3a 120 like that <laughs> weight class is I mean it's some of the rankings Jacob Knight number one from Bettendorf Carter Pearson, number two from Southeast Polk. Drew Ayala, number three from Fort Dodge. That's the three top teams right there. Yeah. That's going to be a battle. Now, throw in our local flavor, Malik DeBoe. That's the number four team. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, he's ranked a little bit below those. And then Mitchell Pins from, from Hampstead. That, you know, that 120 is going to be fun to watch. So. No, I was thinking, looking at things, I was thinking the same thing. Um you know, I don't know if there's as good of a trio um, in one weight class as that. And like you mentioned, you've got a two-time uh, state medalist uh, as a junior that barely cracks the top five um, with that group. Um, you know, so uh, not to overlook uh, Connor Fies or Bondurant Ferrar either. I mean, that's uh, – that's, uh, that's a fun group. Um, yeah, I think there's a, a couple others there as well. You know, when you look at uh, 126, uh, when you got Koufax Christensen, TJ uh, Keister, and Max Riggins, um, and Riker Graff from 
Waverly Shellrock, uh, Riggins from Southeast Polk, Keister from Bentendorf, and Christensen from Waukee Northwest. Yeah. I mean, those two weights really could, however that falls out in February, could determine uh, what color trophy teams come away with. Right. Yep. One that I'm just going to mention locally because he's so fun to watch. We call his his first match anyway. And then uh, mm -hmm. do we get another one? Uh, from Iowa City West, Alex Pierce. Just a fun yes. there too. Yep. And uh, West may not have the, the depth and balance that it's had in the past, but they've got a couple good ones in Pierce and uh, Justin uh, Avila. Um, there and uh, even uh, Scranton, uh, I believe it's Kyler Scranton back uh, for the Trojans. So uh, some good uh, wrestlers there at West as well. Right. And do you have any any newcomers, any freshmen? I, I know everyone's probably going to be watching uh, Hayden Schwab just simply because of you know yeah. his dad. And uh, and so you know, there's one that I think you know newcomers, fresh faces, whatever you want to call them, that people will be looking at. You know, um, I know we might get a chance to see uh, one of them this uh, this Thursday um, out at uh, Linmar and um, uh, Linmar and Hempstead. When you look at uh, one sixty five pound freshman Barrett, uh, I'm probably going to butcher his name. I, I'll find out Thursday, uh, but uh, Barrett Marias. I think there's some big things kind of expected out of out of him. Um, and one of the things that I thought was interesting with uh, Kane Nakaborn, and I think Barrett's part of this, he was talking about how the freshmen that are coming into the program right now, they're immediately grabbing people like Kane and Grant Boddicker and Grant Kress to, to wrestle with. Like, hey, uh, I want to go with you this practice. Usually you don't see that out of freshmen, right? Um, but I think he's part of that group of freshmen that are uh, go-getters for for Linmar that might be jumping into the the fray. So uh, that's one of the freshmen that uh, I'm really looking forward to. I know there's um, a few others um, in the area that a lot of people have high expectations for, but I really kind of – I usually don't include them in our – you know, wrestlers to watch just because they haven't wrestled a varsity match yet, even though it's kind of a no brainer. I haven't even included guys like uh, uh, Kale and Carter Happel, even though they could have been people with high expectations right out of the gate. But I think that's um, fair, and I think they do that on the college level too. They leave those yeah. out on that very first one, but that first one's so difficult with the rankings I'm speaking of. When they're, you know, they're just trying to pull them out of the air and who's going to be at what weight, and especially this year at the high school with the new weights. <laughs> so it's really a, you know, grab bag to start with. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the, the changes there? It really only affects the the middle to upper weights and, and stuff. But, you know, what are your thoughts about uh, kind of the altered weight classes from 144 to about 190? Yeah, I think with the, uh, you know, the, they do studies and, and you know, what, where kids are, are weights at and what, you know, what their weights are, you know, at this time, of, you know, 
as we progress as a society, you know, it just changed. You know, back in the day, it was like 190 or 195 or something was the lowest weight in high school. And I mean, not 190, I mean, 90 or 95. And, uh, you know, now the lowest weight is what, you know, is 106. So, you know, it's, it's, it's changing, you, you know, everything. You know, so I, I'm going to trust that, the, that they're doing the right thing. So I don't, I don't really have a feel for it. Like I did when I was a coach, uh, I'm kind of removed from that a little bit. So, uh, I, I'm going to just trust them that, that it's the right thing. We'll see. Uh, let's, uh, let's just touch on some of the first weekend, uh, tournaments coming up. You know, this has always been, uh, a huge, um, weekend for, for Iowa wrestling. Um, you know, some, some top, uh, tournaments to really kick off weekend competition, uh, don't have to look any further than um, Coralville with uh, Dan Gable. Donnie Brook uh, has some of the best teams around the state and even out of state um, coming in for this. You know, uh, Independence has a tournament. Uh, they're Cliff Keen. It's Friday, Saturday. That's a huge first weekend tournament. The Bob Murphy tournament at uh, – uh, West Delaware, you got the Keith Young that we know uh, very well. Um, what are your thoughts about the the events here to kind of kick off the weekends? Well, the, the Cedar Falls tournament was always the, the premier tournament for years and years. Had all of the top teams around the state and the different uh, divisions, 1A, 2A, and 3A. Right. That's that's the typical so sixteen team. I, I think it's still run that way anyway. Sixteen te- uh, man brackets, and uh, and they do it in one day on Saturday. And then uh, then uh, Independence started their tournament where it's a two, which is a two day tournament. And you uh, let's see, it's a it's a um, round robin, is it? And then to a uh, how does that work? A round robin into a um, um, the bracket. bracket. On Sunday yep. or Saturday, I mean. So it's a Friday, Saturday. So they have kind of like a the pool competition on Friday, and then uh, then they're separated into brackets kind of based on uh, your results and skill level. So uh, you you get really good matchups, and then some of, you know, if you're an 03 guy, you're going to wrestle against other 03 guys and face some uh, similar talent or skill level on the second day. Right. And I think they even wrestle more than three matches. I think they don't, they go four or five on that first day. And then, then they do less. Might, on the, I have to, uh, but anyway, then, and I think that's the same case with the Donnybrook, uh, which of course, like you said, it brings out of state turn, uh, teams. And uh, you know, I just, when I think of that, I think of, uh, of uh, um, Keeter, Ben Keeter and Kitty Russell, I believe from Wisconsin, was it? And uh, uh Minnesota. Down, Minnesota and took him down in overtime. Yep. And uh, that's about as close as Ben had to losing in his career. And, uh, you know, so that tells you how, what the, the quality and level of competition is at that tournament. And it's not that old of a tournament. Is this like the third or fourth year? Of it? Uh, might, it might be pretty close. Might be pretty close to that. I'm not sure how long it's it's been that way. Um might be the third year. Might be the third year of it. 
Brooklyn with the Donnybrook, right? I think that's right. So I just mentioned some of the teams here. Um, on the boys' side, you've got Albert Lee, Minnesota, Ankeny, Antioch, Illinois, Apple Valley, Minnesota, um, Bellevue, West Nebraska, Bentendorf, Fondurant, Farrar, uh, Canton, South Dakota, Decorah, um, DeKalb, Illinois, Don Bosco, Fort Dodge, Hampton, Dumont, Hersey, Illinois, Hortonville, Wisconsin, Huntley, Illinois, Iowa City High, Iowa City West, Joliet Catholic from Illinois, Casson, Manterville, Minnesota, uh, which has Iowa ties there um, with a couple wrestlers. Uh, Lebanon, Missouri, Lee Summit, Missouri, Liberty, Missouri, Lincoln Way, West, Illinois, Linmar, Lockport, Illinois, uh, Marion Catholic, uh, Illinois, Marmion Academy from Illinois, Medford, Wisconsin, Mount Carmel, Illinois. Of course, uh, people recognize Mount Carmel with uh, the Williams brothers. Um, Northwest Grand Island, Nebraska, Ozark, Missouri, Shakopee, Minnesota, Staley, Missouri, Waukee, Waukee Northwest, Waverly, Shell Rock, uh, Wizada, Minnesota, West Bend, West in Wisconsin. Um, a lot of those same schools on the girls' side. Uh, can you add uh, Assumption, Cedar Rapids Prairie, Charles City, Clinton, uh, Denver. Uh, girls will be down there. Don Bosco will be down there in the girls' side. Um, let's see of some others. Williamsburg girls will be there. West Marshall, Wacon, Vinton Shellsburg, who has a couple of really talented uh, uh, wrestlers, and Bree Swenson and uh, Chloe Sanders. Uh, Solon, Raccoon River um, Wrestling, uh, which is a consolidated uh, program, kind of west or, or central Iowa, O-Line, New Hampton, Mount Vernon. Girls will be uh, at the Donnybrook, and then Mason City, another Iowa team, in addition to all the out-of-state teams there at the Donnybrook. So, uh sounded like six states on the boys' side that you mentioned are represented with different number of high schools. You had uh -huh. Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, Iowa, Missouri, and Nebraska that I that I heard. I don't know if I missed one. So, wow, that's that's neat. <laughs> um, up at uh, uh, Independence, uh, you've got a heck of a field at Independence as well. Um, and of course, they're from multiple states too. It looks like about thirty-some uh, teams, kind of in the field there. Um, you've got Alvernet, Algona, Burlington, Notre Dame. Some of these teams we've mentioned, um, it, you know, with uh, kind of the top teams in different classes. Carlisle, Christian Brothers out of Missouri. Clearing Goldfield Dallas, Clear Creek of Manic, Crestwood, Denver, Des Moines Lincoln, Dubuque Senior, Fenimore, Wisconsin, uh, Fort Madison, Green County, uh, Harrisburg, South Dakota, uh, I 35 Truro, Lisbon, Maquoketa, Milton, New Hampton, Turkey Valley, Osage will be up there, Pleasant Valley, Cedar Rapids Prairie, uh, Rowan Story, Smithville, Solon, Saltama, Tinley Park, Illinois, and Union. 
as well. And uh, there are going to be some hellish battles uh, individually um, for sure on Saturday. You could have stopped at the first eight teams and, and I would have. <laughs> then you kept right. going. A team from South Dakota coming over. Wow, that's good. I yeah. think I four or five states there represented. So good job. Yep. So uh, those to uh, uh, name a few. Uh, obviously, Thursday you're going to be at Linmar. Uh, um, are you able to get out on the mat at all and, and do some officiating, or is that whistle going to be hung up for a little while? Uh, you know, I, I have blocked everything out till January, so I don't even have to answer that. <laughs> but uh, it would be, you know, it, it's uh, I, I could go out and, and blow uh, and avoid the youth because you're up and down so much with those darn low sure. <laughs> and so, so um, it, it's, it's coming. I'm, I'm still five weeks out and it's, uh, you know, I can go out and do whatever I want. I was out shoveling and doing whatever. So, yeah, if I had to, absolutely, yeah. Awesome. Uh, any any parting words? I'll be up to uh, probably split my time maybe between Coralville and Indy. Um, that's probably to be determined here. Um, but uh, uh, any final thoughts or words uh, this yeah, week? Here we go. College at all levels. It's getting started. The boys in high school finally. And seems like if everyone else going that they <laughs> we had to wait around for them. But but. Uh, it's it's the same starting time, of course, for them. Um, anyway, I, I'm just excited. It's it's a fun season, fun year to be watching wrestling as usual. So if we see you, we'll be at the Linmar Dubuque Hempstead on Thursday. If we see you, come up, say hi. Um, you know, love to hear from you and stuff uh, uh, when we're not uh, in the middle of working and everything, but. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed, uh, enjoy following along again this season. Uh, we'll be here every Tuesday. Uh, so make sure you tune in, uh, for Dick Briggs, for Nathan Ford. We thank you everybody for watching and coach Briggs, why don't you take us out with uh, a friendly reminder from my late friend, Wyatt Schultz. Let's keep wrestling on the move. Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.